Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Snap and Chats. Joined with me, as always, is my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing pretty swell, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited, actually. Uh, every podcast we've done to this point has been wrestling-related. We love wrestling. We love wrestling. But we also love boxing. And, uh, you know, a part, a part of our platform is boxing. And so tonight we are going to be launching our very first boxing edition of Samp and Chance. Uh, getting right into it, the way we're going to go, I guess, is we're just going to go forward. We're not going to really look too far back, um, you know, so everything going forward on here now will be what we want to talk about. But we will maybe go back three weeks and just quickly talk about the junior welterweight title that was up for grabs all four belts were up for grabs josh taylor the champion going up against jack Cottrell. um i don't know man a lot of people i mean no one's wrong he was robbed Cottrell was robbed like he was outboxed at least that first eight rounds he was outboxed he was he was knocked down in the eighth round even you know that's a 10-8 round um i don't know the judges just got this really really wrong only one judge had it right. The other two judges had it wrong. I don't know what they were saying. They should borrow your glasses because something's wrong with their vision, dude, because that was an absolute disgrace. And yeah. that what hurts for the boxing, that kind of stuff. That, that really, it's crazy. No, that really hurts boxing. I mean, the, the fact that these things still happen in boxing. See, I can accept it in UFC to a certain extent um, because UFC is still a young sport. And, you know, I believe they're still kind of, you know, judging on a boxing kind of platform like you know criteria sort of a deal so you know that that's expected there but even in ufc i don't think these scores would have been justified so just for everyone it was a split decision uh 13 113 112 for control 114 11 josh that's taylor crazy. 113 112 josh taylor i mean I don't know what to say to that, dude. It's absolutely nuts. Right? I mean, okay. Two of them got it wrong, completely wrong, but that one guy just really, really got it wrong. He, I don't know what he was watching. I, I don't understand. Maybe because he thought that Taylor was coming forward more? I don't know. I'm not sure what he... I don't even... I can't even justify it. Yeah, no. I mean, both guys had points taken off as well. I mean, well, I, Taylor... Yeah. Jack, Jack landed 120... Power shots. The mm -hmm. Taylor only landed 73, you know? Yeah. That's, it's almost double right there, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was total punches, actually. It was 120 total punches, 73 total punches, uh, 81. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I read that wrong. Yes, you're right. 81 power punches to his 57, 39 to his 16 in terms of jabs. Um, you know, and as I was saying before, both guys got a point knocked off. I mean, Cottrell got his knocked off in the 10th round for, for hooking. For holding too much, sorry, and uh, you know Josh got his taken off for tapping him after the round, sort of a deal. But I don't know. At the end of the day, it was just really, really bad. And the worst part is Taylor's moving up. I know, right? And that's what really, really kind of pisses me off now. It's like I think more than anything, what makes me mad is like you know you could have kept all four belts together. The right guy would have won. You would have still had the unified champion. I think that's what everybody wants in boxing, anyways. I mean, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, as boxing as a whole, but 
I don't know, man. And he's moving up. So now those are all going to be split up. And the worst part is, the worst part I feel is, is that Cottrell stepped aside initially to let him fight. Yeah, he did, yeah. To let him fight, um, <clears throat> what's his name? To unify. Yeah, he did dick the step aside money. Right? No, it wasn't even step aside money. I believe he just said, hey, listen, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna let I'm just gonna stand by and uh let you let you do your thing and you know everything is everything. I thought he got paid for that. He didn't get paid for that one? I don't think he did. No, because they never talked about it. Jose Ramirez. Okay. He said like that he because he beat him to unify the title, right? Okay. Yeah, that's so, right. Right. So initially he was actually supposed to fight Cottrell for his two belts that he had at the time, but Cottrell said, No, you know what? Go ahead, fight him, come back, we'll unify. Very honorable to do that. Unified, right? But now, I mean, how much money has this man lost? I don't know the number, but what's next for Cottrell? Is he going to get a rematch out of this or what? Well, I, I'm assuming that if he's moving up, he's probably going to be fighting for one of those titles, if not all four. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, nothing's really been announced yet, you know? It's but what so a performance sad. by Cottrell, though, man. He fought hard. He fought crisp. He was in there. He, he was an eight-to-one underdog before the fight happened, and he just came in there and kicked some butt. He came into work. He yeah. came into work. He was moving forward. I mean, he was working. His one-two combination was amazing. Yeah. He, he was just connecting really, really well. I mean, he was fluid. He, he was really, he was warmed up. You know, he was warm. He was ready to go. Josh just looked really, really frightened under the lights. Josh so took pressure. a couple. I think Josh took a couple big punches early and it kind of stung a little bit. And it kind of, you could see that Cottrell was gaining more confidence. And Taylor, uh, he didn't he didn't capitalize. He let him get his confidence. And once that happened, you know. Well, I, I think I think I think Josh was a victim of fighting at home, you know, under the yeah. lights, the crowd, everything, uh, all the stuff leading up to the week. I mean, if you're fighting at home, everybody wants the tickets, everybody wants that, even more obligations. It, there's a lot more pressure. I mean, he got he got a hometown discount on that decision. Absolutely, I, he he lucked out, you know. So. But you know what? Let's let's kind of maybe move on from that. Yeah, terrible but, decision. Um, but we have, we I really want to touch on this really quick before we kind of get into anything else. Uh, the Klitschko's, Usek, Lomo, wow, respect. Warriors, man. Warriors. Very much so. Very much so. Um, it, it, it's kind of crappy. All that's kind of happening, man. It, I think really I think Lomachenko is doing it too. Yeah, Lomo's gone too. He, he was he was one of the last ones to join. And apparently, he went to Greece first to make sure his family was safe, set them up there, and then he came back to the country. And uh, yeah, all four of those guys are kind of doing their thing. Um, here's something interesting, though. Eh? The Klitschkos are kind of wanting to stop the Canelo fight in May. They don't think uh, Bibble deserves to fight. Yeah, I don't really agree with that. Bibble's got nothing to do with this, right? I mean, let the man fight. I mean, you can't control what your government does, right? I mean, uh, it's happening across the board, man. I mean, oh, no, it's happening everywhere. I get it. They're trying to shut Putin down. I, I get it. It just know. sucks for athletes, you know. No, no, it totally sucks. Where does it stop? I mean, so Bivol can't fight Canelo, then should Ovechkin be kicked out of the NHL? Where, where, where do we stop? That's a that's a bigger scale, though. I mean, it's kind of easier to pro probably do these kind of things at individual sport levels. Yeah. Like, you know, what's what's coming up next? It'd be the French Open. So no Russian players can play in that. You know, it, it's very it's yeah. you know, it's gonna happen across the board. Um, 
in the UFC, UFC London, I think um, there's supposed to be a heavyweight fight in there where one of the guys is Russian and he can't get in. He can't get into the country. You won't let him in, yeah. So I get it. You, can't fight. you gotta send a message to Putin to, to stop this. I, I don't disagree with that. It just sucks for the athletes, you know, that have nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? I personally think we can't that- be held accountable for what our government does. I mean, we got a putz in, uh, for our leader too. You know what I mean? We're not going to be held accountable for what he does. I know he's not doing it on that scale, but it just sucks for the athletes is what I'm saying. You know, they have nothing to do with it. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I think this is the most political we're going to get on the whole situation. But I only bring that up because it's kind of interesting because um, Lomo is kind of scheduled. I don't know. I don't think anything we finalized on that, but Lomo's supposed to fight Cambosis in Australia in June. Yeah, I'm not sure what's happening with that. And then I heard today that uh, Usyk is going to probably step aside and Joshua's probably going to fight Wilder. I read something about that. I don't know. Not that official, that yeah, it's not official. But, you know, I don't think Kusik should have to step aside. I think he should remain champion and there should be maybe an interim championship in the meantime. Uh, there's, I, that's completely off for me, man. Usyk earned those titles. He's oh, yeah. an amazing fighter. Um, Joshua can say what he wants to say. He didn't come to fight that night. He he came in with the wrong style. That's a few times Joshua's done this. It happened before. You know, he's he's a good boxer, but it seems that the, the lights get bright. He doesn't show up. No, nah, he shows up, man. He shows up. I think he just tries different things, and they didn't work out the two times. I mean, the way he came back against Ruiz, he figured it out. He knew what he had to do. Yeah. Uh, the way he should have fought Usek was more of a strength and power style opposed to what he was trying to do. And yeah, he got caught, and that kind of just threw him off his game completely. Yeah. Joshua is still a student of the game. I'm not saying he's the best or anything, but I mean, no, those two, his losses, those two losses have tarnished him, obviously. But, you know. He's a top five heavyweight for sure. Oh, for sure. But I think you do an interim title instead of, you know, him stepping aside, taking the belt off of him. That's not cool, man. Yeah, he's fighting for a great cause, right? He has to defend yeah. his country. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, let's let's get into some fights here, man. Some amazing April is amazing. Oh, I can't wait, man. I'm excited, April, dude. April is gonna be off the chain, as I think I don't think the kids say that anymore, do they? Well, starting it off, April 9th is uh Triple G uh fighting in Japan against Murata. Well, yeah, you got a couple fights there, man. Triple G has to win this fight. And uh, if Canelo wins his fight, those guys will probably be fighting in September. What sucks about April 9th is that Triple G is fighting the same day Garcia is fighting. Different yeah. time. Uh, well, they're in Japan. It's going to be easy. The, the yeah. fight in Japan will be in the afternoon. Um, you're and Garcia is fighting maybe. Texas. So. Yeah, so so that's going to be a good fight. I think the Garcia fight is kind of interesting. It's his first fight since uh, January 2021. So he's almost going over a year and a few months. Yeah, a year. It is 14 months. Yeah, 14 months since he's... Uh, since he's put him on a no, long layoff, dude. No, 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 no. 14, it'd be 16. Yeah, 16 months, right? 14 months. 14 months. Yeah, yeah. sorry. My bad. 14 months since he hasn't fought. Uh, he dropped Eddie Renato as his trainer. He's not a part of Team Canelo anymore. Mm. Uh, he's gone with my man, the Jay Leno of professional boxing, Joe Goosen. Love that guy, man. Love his commentary. He always cracks me up. Yeah. That'll be a good fight. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I really want to see the Triple G fight. I hope Triple G wins because I'm I want him to fight rematch Canelo in September. So I, I want Triple G to for the victory. I think he should win. 
but he is fighting in Buddy's home country, so we'll see what happens. Well, let's find out. I mean, I think he's on a mission now. He sees what's on the horizon and, you know, his potential last big payday. I think after that fight, win, lose, or draw, he'll probably just kind of sail off in the sunset. Yeah, I think he's 39 years old now. So, Well, I think Canelo, Triple G, Part 3, should have happened maybe three, four years ago. Yeah. Three years ago, maybe. Um, Definitely advantage Canelo because he's younger, right? So, Well, here's the thing. I, I don't... And with all due respect, man, um, since their second fight, I don't think Triple G's gotten any better. He's, he's good. He's great. But he hasn't improved upon what he was from then. Where Canelo's gotten better and stronger. Yeah, he looks scary. Right? I, I don't think... I think he just beats the shit out of him. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, Canelo's definitely the favorite going into that. I love Triple G. Um, but even I got all right. All right, I'll, I'll I'll take that back. I think he definitively beats him this time. There will be no questions. Yeah, I mean, if it was a few years ago, right? I mean, Triple D's almost forty, right? Like, holy cow! Yeah. Well, I mean, let's see. Like I said, both guys got to get through these two fights first we'll see in order happens. for that to happen, right? So, let's see what happens here. What else is coming up here, Sam? Then we got the one that I, well, the second best fight of April, I think, and myself is Ugas versus Earl Spence Jr. live from Jerry's World. Oh, are those us that is, that's Texas Stadium where the Cowboys play. Home of WrestleMania and home Ooh, WrestleMania. <laughs> so we threw a little bit of wrestling in there, man. That Ugas um, Spence fight's going to be amazing, dude. Amazing fight. Yeah, what's your take on it? Well, hey, you saw Ugas fight, right? You saw him fight live. What what did you make of him? Well, he ruined my trip to Vegas because he uh, beat my favorite fighter. But uh, this guy's tough. He's smart. He's well-skilled. He's well-coached. And you know what? He's a very respectful guy. He's very humble. I got nothing but respect for this guy. I mean, Earl Spence is more talented. He's quicker. He's a little bit younger. But, you know, I you guys could upset him here. It's not going to be a walk in the park. If Earl doesn't bring his A game, he could find out what Manny Pacquiao find out. Well, that could be a must. What do you think? Well, here's my take on it, man. It's um, nine out of ten times, I think Spence beats him. Nine out of ten times, right? Here's what I found interesting about Ugas. Now, to be completely honest, I didn't know too much about Ugas until he fought Pacquiao. So I had to go back a little bit to see some of his other fights after the Pacquiao fight, that is, just to kind of see who, what this guy's done, you know, how did he get here sort of a deal, just to understand it. Mm-hmm. And after watching some of his old fights, I started to notice something very different from the way he was fighting against Pacquiao. Um, the way he fought before Pacquiao, the, in some of the fights that I saw, he was very aggressive very very strong so very strength and and aggressive base kind of boxing uh not much boxing from the outside uh mainly just strength and power like i was saying and no really quickness and he was you know really flat-footed you know what i mean so he was just in there to attack and just you know you know whatever he had to do sort of a deal whereas against pacquiao he came up with a very different style so I don't know if Pacquiao was training for aggressive and power-based style where he thought he was going to dance around him and whatnot. Keeping in mind, Pac did have a leg injury, which he never disclosed till after the fight. He did, yeah. And this he never used as an excuse. But, you know, that being said, I don't know if that kind of disrupted him. But Ugas came out throwing jabs, 
you know, range and distance. He was showing oh, yeah. things that he's never really shown before. You know, he was on his feet a bit more. He was moving around. He was confusing Pacquiao, I found, both yeah. offensively and defensively. You know, not letting Pacquiao really get into a rhythm or anything like that. I don't know. Am I right? Or do you do you think? Yeah, you're right. I mean, Pocky couldn't get away from that jab. He, just, he knew it was coming and he just, you know, his legs were hurt. No excuse, but he just couldn't get out of the way. And Ugas was smart. just kept smashing him with it. You know what I mean? And he won the fight fair and square. Uh, no excuses. He was the better man that night. Yeah. And, uh, he's on the map now. This is a big chance where you could beat Pocky and then beat Errol Spence. Well, I mean, technically speaking, whoever wins this should be fighting Bud next, right? Unify that, unify that title. Yeah, the winner needs to fight Crawford. No more excuses. I, no that's more. the only reason I'd want Lucas to win. Well, I mean, I want to, you know what? That's not cool. I, I like to see whoever wins this fight because I do like both guys a lot, right? Yeah, me too. Yeah. But when I say the re- the main reason I would say I'd want Lucas to win is primarily for the fact that he would actually go and fight. Oh, yeah, he'll fight anybody. Right. So Next you have, half, you have a, yeah, you have a greater chance of unification with Ugas and Crawford opposed to, you know, um, Errol and, and but. This, Spence, this Spence Crawford things like Pacquiao, Mayweather, you know, of, uh, of 10 years ago, right? They just, it's just, it, I don't want them to wait too long until they're past their prime before they get out. Let's get at it now. I think the there's enough. Want. And I that's what UFC has. Dana White makes the best fight the best. We don't have that in boxing all the time. Well, I, I think it's happening slowly but surely. Like, you know, as we were leading up to this, you know, these fights were announced, you know, and we were thinking, mm. what's go- what are they going to be the big fights this year? What are we going to see? You know, we, we know so-and-so is going to fight. We know so-and-so is going to fight. But, you know, so far, some of these fights are just pretty cool, man, especially yeah. April. I mean, it's stacked. Well, but- after after the Yugos fight, fast forward a week later, April 23rd from Wembley Stadium, we got the greatest heavyweight in the world, Tyson Fury against Dillian White. Live from Wembley, it's going to be a great fight, man. It's going to be a great fight, but let's take two steps back and give our predictions for that fight because we never really finished that off yet, my man. I'm going to take Ugas and upset decision. Ugas upset and decision? Okay, I am going to say the same, and I'm going to agree with you, but I'm going to throw something else in. If, if Ugas comes in fighting strength and power, then Spence will win, in my opinion. Yeah, well, Spence right? will win. Yeah, Spence can, that I think that will suit him better if he comes out fighting that way. So yep. I'm curious to see, but if he does fight the way he fought against Pacquiao, I think he can pull it off. I think he'll pull Good. it off. Right? Be a big upset, but, but we'll yeah, let's, let's hope for the best. But yes, let's now fly over to Wembley Stadium for the heavyweight title champion, WBC on the line. Finally, Dillian White. After years of waiting, he finally gets a shot at the title. Um, getting knocked out by Pulev kind of took a little bit of luster off of him, in my opinion. Yeah. I still think it's going to be a really fun fight. I do think he's dangerous. I do think he does pose a threat to Tyson. Uh, I think I'm just excited to see Tyson fight someone else finally. Yeah, me <laughs> in too. A while. So that's pretty cool as well. He's saying he's going to retire after this fight. Do you think so? No, I don't buy. I just hype to sell the fight. I mean, he could. You know, he's got nothing to prove, but I think he wants to take down Usyk and Joshua before he calls it a night. But he might. But either way, you don't want to take a chance. So you got to watch this fight. And and Fury is probably the most entertaining boxer in boxing. It, the way he hypes up the fight, his talk, he, he's just hilarious. The Twitter stuff he does, the videos, and you know, trash talking these guys. It sells the fight. It's great. Great entertainment. He's brutally honest, bro. 
Yeah. You know, and that's what I love about him. I love his energy. I mean, oh, yeah. the press conference was so fun to watch. I mean, Dilly, so, you know, at the press conference, Dillian White didn't show up. I mean, they yeah. offered to fly him out. They offered to do everything. I think that's really unprofessional. Very unprofessional. Dude, He's lying with Fury, dude. Fury's the A side. That's just how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I personally think Fury should be fighting him. Fury should be fighting Usyk or uh, Joshua. Right, yeah, that's, that's the fight, right. Well, I, I, you know what, but at the time, it doesn't make sense for Joshua to be fighting for a title unless he's got his own title that he's trying to go after. Yeah, no, I get it, but those are the right. fights that people want to I see. I get it, I get it, but circumstances unfortunately dictate us mm. not to get them. But that being said, Dillian deserves a shot, man. I mean, all that you know, he does deserve a shot. I don't know what kind of game he's playing. Maybe he's afraid, maybe he doesn't want to be close to Tyson Fury because of the mind games that Tyson can play. That's possible. You know, he doesn't want to get caught into that, right? But, I mean, if Dillian White's at home watching the press conference, Tyson's already in your head, bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that face-off against the poster, that yeah. was ama- that was fun. Well, Tyson's amazing, dude. He's really good. He's brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, Exciting boxer in the world right now, as far no, as no entertaining goes and selling the fight. Well, like, he's great. If you were to close your eyes and listen to Big John Fury and Tyson Fury talk, would you be able to tell the difference? They talk pretty similar, man. Right? Way, Their voices are identical. You know how that happened? How? So Tyson apparently never spoke like that. If you go to his earlier fights and you listen to his interviews, he actually sounds like um, Tommy Fury. You know? Okay. His voice actually is, is kind of clear and it's not so raspy. He got punched in the throat by the old man, I believe he was saying. That's what happened? In a sparring session or something like that. And that's how his voice ended up that way. Okay. Big John scares me, man. Like, that dude's crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, it was, I think, just last week when they were doing the uh, press conference for that. Uh, Carl Frampton, who's the uh, BT sports analyst in England, um, he was saying on one of his shows on BT that uh, he felt that Tommy would lose to Jake Paul if they were to fight. So John Fury confronted him at that press conference. And uh, yeah, 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 I that. you know, he's like, what are you talking about? You know, get out of my face. I don't even want to see you. You know, just, and then someone was talking to him today about that. And uh, he said, yeah, man, I was like shitting my pants. Like, he was scared. Like, <laughs> and this is a former boxer himself, man. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. The Furies, the Furies are the dynasty of boxing over there right now, man. Oh, dude. Fury's the best headweight in the world, man. And He's undefeated. He's only got one draw, right? And the record speaks for itself. Yeah. So. All right. So that's going to be a pretty cool fight. You know what? I'm just going to, I don't know if we're ready to make predictions on it. I just kind of, I want to see a bit more of the buildup on this to see what's going on. And I know. Yeah. For the fear. Oh, I'll make my prediction right now. Fury's going to knock him out. He's, this guy's going down. Just like Wilder. He's going to get smashed. I mean, Dillian White's no joke. Don't get me wrong. Fury's going to finish him. But Dillian can box where, Wilder was just one punch. Yeah, but Dillian White doesn't have that same kind of power Wilder has. So I mean, Fury's not going to be as hesitant. He's going to he's going to walk this guy down and hammer him out. I hope he's a bit more cautious than that, man. In my personal, well, I don't mean in a few rounds, but I I don't know what rounds going to go down, but Fury will will knock him out. Well, if he comes out cocky, he's going to get the shit kicked out of him anyways. If he plays it smart, it should be Fury all the way, right? Oh yeah, Fury's going to win. I mean, remember, lest we forget Oscar Wolvine and what he did to him. <laughs> yep, but he still got the win though. But he yeah, got the was... win. But uh, I'm just saying. I mean, anything yeah. can happen in a heavyweight fight. These boys hit hard, but uh, Fury is definitely uh, on a whole other level. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then coming up April 30th, ladies and gentlemen, Samp and Chance will be on the road for this one. Samp and Chance are going to be in Vegas for the Shakur Stevenson Oscar Valdez unification fight. Um, Live from the beautiful MGM Grand Garden Arena from the fight capital, baby. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. This is my first trip out that way. So I'm really, really excited for that. Um, You know, this is going to be really exciting. Uh, Shakir Stevenson, man, what he's got to say. I think he's the future. I think this kid's going to win it all. He's an amazing fighter. He's crisp. He's smooth. He hits hard. Great footwork. He's got it all, man. He's got it all. I've been following him on Twitter as well. And, you know, I I like I like the cut of this kid's jab, uh, jib, sorry. And his jab. I like his jab, too. But the cut of his jib, he's just, he's a good kid. I like him. I really, I'm kind of, you know, excited to see what's going on here. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. I mean, Valdez is no slouch either, but, you know, it's, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, no, I know. It's going to be an interesting fight. Um, you know, we'll get into this a little bit more closer to the date. We'll break it down further. Yeah. And uh, we'll kind of, you know, give you guys our take on it. And hopefully we can share some details of what we hope to accomplish down in Vegas and, you know, see what we can muster up and gain some support for us. And who, knows for our brand. who knows who knows what to come on our show that weekend, but look out. Somebody. Wait, we're going to do the best that we possibly can. I'm going down there with my work boots on and I'm going to just, you know, we're going to, we're going to do the best we can. I can't wait. I'm really excited for this. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that same night, Probably the history-making fight for women's boxing, Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor, um, unific- unification fight. Wow, this is finally happening. I'm really that, excited. The most famous arena in the world, Madison Square Garden, I might add. Yeah, not the Hulu Theater, the main Madison, main Madison MSG. Uh, I'm really excited for this. I am very, very hyped. Uh, you know, boxing for women has only been around since 1989. Um, it's been a really hard road for them. You know, Leila Ali, you know, one of the many pioneers that yeah. have uh, kind of come up through this with them. But um, I'm excited for this fight. I really, really am. It's going to be fun. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be good. It's going to be good. You know, Katie Taylor has been amazing. Serrano has been amazing. They both, you know, really worked their backs off. I think Katie Taylor's had the easier road working with Eddie Hearns and everything uh, in terms of payouts and, you know, actual paydays and spotlight and whatnot. I think Amanda is coming with a bit of a harder road into this fight, um, you know, fighting for really, really, I guess maybe, you know, peanuts literally at times. Yeah. So, you know, it's really good to see this and um, say what you want about Jake Paul. Um, I'm I'm still undecided on him for the most part, but I got to I got to give the man respect for this. You know, I appreciate what he's trying to do for the sport. Mm-hmm. I appreciate, you know, I guess to a certain extent without not knowing if he has an agenda to it for himself, uh, what he's trying to do for these for these girls and guys, you know, for for pay and whatnot. Um, it, yeah. It's I don't a, think he has yeah. an agenda. I just think he wants people to get paid more. I don't, I don't think it's an agenda. If you look at his fights when he's the main guy, he tries to, he takes a little bit less of the purse so that people on the undercard get paid a little more. So yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. You might be right, man. I, I'm just saying, because I mean, you know. You I'm not saying it's a little bit of a goofball, but I think when it comes to the money side, he's pretty good. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I'm trying to see past the goofball this as well. You know, maybe that's a stick. Maybe that's but it's working uh, though because everybody's talking about him. People watch yeah. his fight. Something's working. No, both those brothers, they're doing their thing, man. I mean, yeah. hate them, love them. At the end of the day, you got to give them their professional respect. Yeah, I mean, they're tough guys. I mean, they went in there with Tyrone Woodley. He knocked them out. The other brother was stood in there with Mayweather. I mean, they didn't, he didn't go down. So, I mean, I mean, he's way bigger than Mayweather. Don't get me wrong, but still. Yeah. They, but, they, they train hard, man. They're hard workers. Yeah, well, let's see what they do. Let's see what they yeah. do here. Um, that That's April 30th. So, that kind of closes on April. I mean, wow, April looked pretty sick, eh? April's loaded, dude. Loaded. I'll be honest, man. These are the Four days that I... Yeah, these are the days that I wish I lived in Vegas. Yes. When you go down there, dude, and you just feel the fight atmosphere, and you walk into the MGM and you see the ring, you see all the shirts, you look at the elevators, they're going to have Valdez and Stevenson on the elevators. It's a real cool experience. You're going to love it, dude. Yeah, I plan to film it all, man, as much as I possibly can, you know, from the moment that we step on the plane to the moment that we step out of the arena. We'll try to get in the way if we can. If we can't, oh, well, but we'll try to get into them. Yeah, we'll try everything, man. I mean, no harm, no foul. I mean, you know, that's that's what we do. We 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 grind, man. We push forward and we we win. And uh yeah, so that's April. Speaking I'm of sorry. Vegas, April 30th, following week, May 7th, at T Mobile Arena. It's uh Bivalworth uh Canelo. So, wow, yeah, right. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh that's the one that Canelo has to win. And I think that's at 175. Yeah. Last time he was at 175, he beat the shit out of Kovalev. Yeah. Oh, he smashed him. Smashed him. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Bivol's tall, though. Bivol has power. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be a, a walk in the park, but Canelo should uh, should edge it out. Yeah. I think I think what Bivol needs to do is basically just try to work that body a bit more. I, I noticed in some of his other fights that he doesn't work the body as much. Yeah. You right know, now, Canelo's on a whole other level. He just looks so good, you know? Well, let's see, man. Let's see. That might not actually happen. I mean, the, yeah, Klitschko, brothers, the Klitschko brothers are kind of asking for Bivol not to fight. To not yeah, to no, be... I get that. I get that. I, I, I don't disagree with that. I think it just sucks for Bivol, you know? He has nothing to do with it, but I understand why that is. I get it, man. But, you know, let's find out. We don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know that. So We don't know. Those, Hopefully, those... it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are the most recent and up-and-coming fights. I believe I heard something about Tank versus Romero. I don't have going the down. on that. Yeah, it is going down? Going down, yeah. Uh, I just had it right here. Hold on, dude. I'll pull it right back up. I was just looking at it, dude. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Going down on the... Uh... But I'm excited for April. That's like a, it's a huge yeah. amount. It's in June. I believe it's June. June 4th, Tank June 4th. Davis versus Romero. Okay. No destination where the fight's going to be, but June 4th. Okay, perfect, perfect. Not so like got that. Man, he's a solid fighter. Yeah, man. Fantastic. So, yeah, what else is on your mind, man? Anything you want to talk about? I'm excited for April, man. We got WrestleMania. We got Ugas fight. We got Fury fight. We got the fight we're going to be at. Like, it's Christmas for us. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, brother. No doubt. What are your... Uh, so, so what, what? What, do, what do you think of the future here, man? How do you... Uh, you foresee the rest of the year playing out there I and mean, if, if this if april looks like it is what what can we see on the horizon do you think or is it going to be a boring year for the rest of it no well we got triple g canelo most likely um hopefully fury fights again um and then you the winner of you got spence hopefully fights bud crawford because crawford's yeah, yeah, yeah. not fights lined up 
No, he doesn't. And all these fights can actually happen. That's the interesting part of it as well, right? Oh, with um, Cambosa, who's he going to be fighting? I haven't heard. That'd be great who? too. I love that guy. Who? Cambosa, who's he fighting? They haven't well, George, George is supposed to fight. It's tentative right now for June 5th, I believe, in Australia. I mean, if, if it's not going to be Lomo, then I guess it's probably going to be Haney. That'd be a good fight too. Right. I'd probably rather see Lomo, but I'm fine with Haney too. If that's what happens, I'll, I'll take it. Cambosa's uh, Man. I'd rather see Lomo, but I would prefer Haney just for the fact that you can get another unified champion. Yeah. And that brings me to this thing, man. Um, I I understand the four belt system, but I'm not a fan of the system, man. I don't like it. I think it should just be one champion for each division. I totally agree with you on you that, know? man. I, I don't think it's ever going to change. I don't think, I think, you know, we're just talking to an endless point here, but Ultimately, I think that would be the one thing that could fix boxing or at least put it on the track the way it should be. It's hard, though. You got WBC, IBF, WBA, WBO. I mean, I can't see it all just coming into one belt. I agree with you. There should be one belt at 147, one belt at every weight class. There's too many belts. And nobody knows who's the champion of, of what division all the time. Like, you know your Canelos, you know your Furies. But, you know, Fury's got a belt. Usyk's got a belt. Like, this should be one heavyweight champ only, you know what I mean? No, no, 100%. So, I mean, you know, because I was just kind of looking at this right now. We know these names, obviously. Yeah, right? but the average but, fan, you know, just likes to watch the big fights, doesn't And that's, that's the thing about UFC. you got one heavyweight champ. you got one light heavyweight champ. It's very clear-cut who's who. In boxing, you know who's who, what's what. Like, I'm looking at the cruiserweights, okay? Yeah. All four belts are separate, like, you know, and Lawrence... Ooke Oliki, Maris Bridis, Arsene Gulamarayan, and Elunga Malbuku. Those are your four champions. That's what I mean. So yeah, slightly... look, 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 look. I think they're all good. I'm, I'm, I'm they're all solid fighters. But yeah, they but have the like... name, right? You know what I mean. The only guy I know out of that list would be Elunga Mabuku. Only because that Canelo was supposed to fight him before this. Yeah, and that's cruise for people that don't know. Cruise weight's two hundred pounds. Yeah. And, uh, Nobody knows who those guys are. They're great, but like the average fans, like who, what? So who's gonna buy that pay per view, right? It's just kind of yeah. like that's what hurts boxing, you know. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's the same in any kind of combat sport, really. And by the way, Canelo's going for Bibble's belt, right? He's a WBA champ at one seventy five. That's why Canelo wants to fight him. He wants to grab that belt. No, well, he's on that next mission right now, man. Yeah, and Canelo, that's his yeah. next mission. And you got to give Canelo credit, man. He, he's a super middleweight champ at 160. He's got all four belts, WBO, IBF, WBA, and WBC. What a what a stud. He's going to have five belts possibly here if he beats Bivol. When he beats Bivol, I'm just looking at it myself right now. So if he beats Bivol, then he's going to go after Arturo Beatrabeef. Yeah. He's going to do a triple G after Bivol, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I guess that's the next mission. Light heavyweight at 165. I mean, Triple B's got one belt at uh, 160. He's got the IBF, so. You know who I'd want to see him fight? At light that? heavyweight? Joe Smith Jr., man. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That would be a good one. Why do you want to fight him? <laughs> yeah, there's just so many weight classes, so many belts. I mean, at junior welterweight, Taylor no, has no, all the no, belts. No, 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 no. He, he's light heavyweight, too. He's He holds, uh, so Dimitri Bivol holds one belt. Joe Smith holds the other. And Artur holds the other two in the light yeah. heavyweight. So that's three yeah. fights right there for him in the future if he wants. But that being said, I want to see Canelo fight Benavides. That's a fight he's ducking, I think. I think he's ducking Charlo, too. I I, I don't know if he's... I don't want to say Canelo's ducking 
Uh, maybe it's not the right word. Maybe it's not the right word, but that's not the smart fight for him, so he's not going to I think it. what's getting on Canelo's skin is that people like me and a lot of people are saying, well, you lost that first fight to Triple G, which you did. So he wants to, you know what? I'm going to finish this trilogy off, send the old man to the retirement home, and then he can do all these other fights. I think that's why he's doing Triple G. I don't think he's ducking those guys. I think he needs to finish this. Put an exclamation point on it and say, bye-bye, old man. I'm always better than you kind of thing, right? That's why he's doing it now. It's a trilogy because you know what I mean? If, if Canelo won one, Triple G won one, I mean, technically Canelo won both, but or draw on one win. So we're one on one here, right? You got to have that grudge match. Yeah, well, technically it's two and no. I think it's a pointless fight, personally. It's a big I, money, just, right? For who? Everybody's going to want to I think. It. I think a lot of people think the way you and I do. I think a lot of people in boxing think the way you and I do. We already know the outcome, unless something so bloody fucking drastic happens. I know, but Canelo you wants know? to say, look, guys, here it is. There's nothing think. to prove. I mean, it's every not about fight. Proving, but he wants to prove that that, first, that he thinks he won that first fight, and 90% of people think he didn't, so he wants to shut everybody up. I guess so. I guess so. I'm just playing devil's advocate against it, man. Yeah. No, I hear you. So I, I love Triple G myself, so I, I want him to put Canelo down. I mean, Canelo's amazing, but I'm, I'm going for Triple G in this fight. It's unlikely he wins, but I'll be cheering for him. Yeah, well, it should be fun. It should be fun. As long but as Canelo stays off that tainted meat, man. No more tainted meat, Canelo. You know, and that's you know, that's a real thing. I actually, I've spoken to some people uh, who deal with those kind of things. You know, I've, I've got to know some of those individuals who work in that field, and they said, yeah, it's legitimately possible. Um, the amount of steroids that some of these cattle get pumped with when they're getting shipped is just insane. Yeah, uh, they don't get, they don't. So when, when a cattle rancher sells his cows, you know, he's not paid by the cow, he's paid by the weight. So if they're if they're driving all the way from say, I don't know, Texas to New York, because of all the fear and the stress that the cow or the bulls are going through, they, they shoot them up with um T ball. It's a steroid. Yeah, I've heard about this, but the right. thing is, you're a world-class athlete, millionaire. You got cooks, you got trainers that weigh your food. You should know what's going in your body. Yeah, well, I mean, right. no, it never happened to anybody else. We all, all the boxers eat meat. Why only him? Well, that's it's the funny thing. I mean, you look at all the boxers in Mexico, right? He's the only one. Yeah. So I, I think he probably knew what he was doing. He was cheating in bed. He got caught. He stopped it now. But that's going to be a, it's going to be an asterisk by his name, just like. With uh, people like Anderson Silva and all these other guys, and John Jones that got caught juicing, you put a little asterisk by there because you don't know which fights they were clean on and which ones they weren't. They only get caught the one fight, or was he juicing before? You don't know. And you the know, thing man, is, like you said, no other Mexican fighters are getting detained at meat. Why only him? Well, that I don't know. I said that, but I, I can't be quoted on that. Well, man. but the thing is, like when you're a millionaire and you got trainers and you got guys weighing your food and cooks, you should know what's going in your body. Hey, I'm not. I'm not denying anything so, that you're saying, man. I mean, it's but, possible he didn't know, but I. I don't think so. If how do walks, you know? How do you know it, that your meat is tainted? How would a cook know the meat is tainted? Well, you should know where your meat's coming from when you're world class, world class, world class athletes. Not like us buying meat from Walmart here. He's getting the top of the line food, right? I mean, the guy's a machine. He's got cooks and trainers and and everything, right? They tell him when to go to sleep. They tell him when to get up. You know, you should know what's going in your body at this level, right? Especially the way they can test nowadays. They can find anything in you now. It's not like 20, 30 years ago, right? So, I mean, yeah, I, I think he did something. He got caught. He's clean now. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. But, yeah, that's it, man. Um, 
let's wrap it up here and uh, kind of get into our evenings and uh, relax for the night, bro. What did you th what do you, what do you have for me here? Do you have anything? Yeah, I got a chance top five for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's say I'm gonna go chances top five. Who, what are the worst decisions in boxing that you think were robberies? Oh in your uh okay. Right off the top of my head, I would have to say Sugar Ray and Hagler. Okay. That's one. Um Tyson Fury, first one against Wilder. Yes. Okay, two. Um Josh Taylor and um control here most recently yeah um i'm drawing a blank on two why don't you help me uh bradley pakia pakia one they gave the decision to bradley terrible and another one was i'm just gonna say pakia because he's on my mind right now when pakia went to australia and fought jeff horn the teacher and they gave the decision to horn pakia clearly won brutal mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. brutal so i miss so many bad ones de la hoya and trinidad i mean we can go on and on but those are like De La Hoya, Trinidad, yeah, definitely. Um, what was it? Uh, Canelo and uh, Triple G. Triple G, yeah. You know, That's I mean, many, but uh, hopefully, boxing. I mean, uh, most times they get it right, but there's too many times they don't, and that hurts the sport, you know. Yeah, when they don't get it right, they really don't get it right. That's the thing, exactly. you know what I mean? We don't talk about every decision like that, right? No, you know, I, I, I hats off to boxing, it's rebounding. I'm so happy. You know, it, it's coming back stronger, but this yeah. doesn't help the sport at all. Um, it's it's very trade. I don't want to say trailer park, but it's very um, amusement Bushley. park, Bushley. Yeah, yeah. You know, county fair kind of rule sort of a deal. Yeah. You know, so it's just like I don't know, man. I, I hope they get it right. I I really do. It's stuff like that that hurts the sport. You know, we're taking steps forward. Things are looking great. Some great fights, like we've talked about here tonight. I want the best for boxing. I love boxing. Boxing is something that I love yeah. my whole life. You know, I credit my father for all the things I love boxing. Grew up as a kid watching ABC Wide World of Sport. That's where I fell in love with Mar Marvin Hagler. You know, I got to see some really crazy fights, man, as a little kid, not really knowing what I was watching. But today I'm like, wow, I actually got to see that, you know, live. Cool. So, you know, from that perspective, it's really cool. Um, Let's see, man. Let's see what the rest of this year brings. Let's see what the future brings, man. But we're only getting started, brother. Uh, with that being said, I want to say thank you again to everybody. If you're expecting a wrestling podcast, we apologize. That will be coming next. But uh, we want to engage our boxing fans as well. And if you aren't a boxing fan, hey, you know what? Hopefully we can help you become one or at least become a casual fan. Um, again, so many options out there. We know there's so many options out there for you guys. So on behalf of Mr. Bobby Sampson and Mr. Chance Michaels, we want to say thank you for leading us into your years this evening. And the words of the great ACDC, for those who download our podcast, we salute you. And as always, people, please, we're getting into the weekend. So please stay safe and remain humble. Till next time. Have a great night.